Well, hey kids, it's Peter, uh, your buddy. It is March 24th at around oh, 1.30 in the afternoon, and we are putting our finishing touches on episode 77 of Scotching Good Conversation. It is our conversation with Tonda from La Femme du Fromage, which I'm pretty sure I butchered, uh, but she'll, she'll, uh, she'll tell you how to, uh, how to pronounce it. Uh, she came in, she bought cheese, she brought beer, we hung out. She's awesome. Go visit her place over in the East End Market in Audubon Park. It, it's absolutely the most quaint, little, beautiful, amazing little cheese shop. And like, just go in there and get a glass of wine and tell her what kind of cheese you like, and she's going to take care of you. It, it, it was an absolute pleasure having her in. And uh, it's 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 such a great thing to have her actually have her place right in the neighborhood I live in. So come down to the Audubon Park community and uh, go into the East End Market and tell her that we sent you a couple things. Of course, red light, red light this weekend. Do it. It's absolutely important. And go in there and tell them that you heard about uh, them on Scotch and Good Conversation and Bama Pama Vintage the best vintage menswear in the world uh, shop online they got nothing going on as far as pop-ups around town and use the discount code scotch for 15 percent off and while you're at it after you get done listening to this podcast uh, go over to the ono radio show uh, there'll be a link in the show notes i uh, was on their show last night and it was great and we had a good time and i got drunk and those guys are funny as hell and uh, listen to the latest episode. It's uh, they were nice enough to have me on it, and I want to say thank you to them. You guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I, I love you, kids. Have a great weekend. Be nice to each other. Peace. Bye bye. for checking out Scotch and Good Conversation. I'm your host, Peter, and we are a weekly hangouty drink in the afternoon podcast get together type thing. Here's what we do, if you're unfamiliar. Um, we trick people into coming into our studio. We lube them up with some liquor. We turn off our cell phones. We turn off the computers in the room and we talk. And hopefully you're going to enjoy it. If you like what you hear, if you dig it, you can go over to Scotch and Good Conversation dot uh, com and you can listen to every single one of our past episodes we're on itunes we're on stitcher you can listen there if you'd like to get involved if you have a question if you have a life problem if you are want to be a sponsor give us a call 407-965-5557 that's 407-965-35 and a seven you can email us at scotchandgoodconversation.com. Uh, oh, scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. You think I would know my own email address? We're Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, we're on Instagram. Follow us there. We got a we got a sponsor. Uh, the best damn beer bar 
in the whole world. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, located right smack dab in the heart of the city, beautiful Orlando, uh, the Audubon Park Garden District. They've got over 300 bottles and cans. They have 26 rotating taps. Every one of the people behind the bar is Cicerone certified. So if you go in there and you're looking for a specific style of beer, they can swing you in the right direction. Beer's not your thing? No problem. They've got a stellar wine list. There's food trucks in the parking lot. They're open seven days a week. And uh, we are very proud to be a part of their little family. Go in there. They are located at the 2810 Kareen Drive in Orlando, Florida. When you go up to the bar, tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. About a minute ago, I recorded about three minutes of content and realized I did it wrong. So for the second time, Tonta, tell me your last name again. I just heard it like <laughs> three minutes ago and I, I still would blow it. Tonda Carrenti. That is Carrenti. Carrenti. And, and you were born here in Orlando? Um, I was born in Rhode Island. Oh, see, that's fucking internet. I'm a Yankee. Yeah, but you know what, though? I've lived here for 40 years. I've been in Central Florida, so that's a long time I'm to be I'm firing my research staff. I, 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 clearly, they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I've lived here my entire life. You went to Oviedo High School. I went to Oviedo. I did. Back, well, I'm not going to, uh, back when Oviedo was even less of a place than it is now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was still very, very small town <laughs> mentality. I, I grew up in a, a very red necky small mm-hmm. town so I, I know how that is well thank you for coming in I it, we've been kind of like going back and forth and having you come in here for a while now probably since the beginning of the podcast you were on my list of influential people in Orlando interesting people in, it's crazy it, yeah, no you know you are <laughs> I don't think that well, okay well thank maybe you. a I'm little just bit say thank you. you you were smiling your ass off when I said that uh, um you did your homework sweet. you said you listened a little bit so I thank did. you very much yeah yeah um these are three things that I know about you I'm going to tell you three things that I know about you. Oh, this uh, is fun. Uh, the first thing that I know about you, and this is besides you're just delightful. Uh, one of the th- reasons that you're in here is uh, you're you're a bit of a foodie, aren't you? Mm-hmm. A little bit of I a do. Food I do person. like food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do. Y- and uh, you sell cheese for a living. That's that is odd. I mean, somebody has to. A cheesemonger, is that cheese correct? Monger. Is that a real thing? It I looked really that up. It, it, I feel like a terrible gentleman calling a lady a cheesemonger. It's really a term. It's not offensive. <laughs> okay. It's really a term. Okay, that's a ter- yeah. I, I looked it up, so I'm yeah. checking. It just seems, I, it's like if I, if I told my wife she was a cheesemonger, she would be mad at me. No, no, yeah. no. It's exactly what I am. You, you because I'm not cheese. a cheesemaker. Uh-uh, no. No, and, uh, and people actually come into the shop and they're like, oh, so you make all of these? And I'm like, um, don't be stupid. No. Oh, that's Parmesan Reggiano. <laughs> oh, all of these are local. I'm like, uh, no, 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 again. <laughs> you so, you've been a cheesemonger for how long? Um, so I've been at East End Market with my little shop, La Femme du Fromage, mm-hmm. um, for I, three and a half years. I was going to blow that too, also if I said it. <laughs> I was waiting for you, La Femme du Fromage. <laughs> There you, go. you say it much cooler than I do. You speak French? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, that's, I, I, it seems reckless to be a cheesemonger and not speak French. I, I, it is. It is. And I need to get on that. Well, it's it, on the list of things. My list is always growing. I, I interrupted. Uh, uh, you, you're in the East End Market in the incredible hip section of Audubon Park down the street from Red Light. Red Light. See what I did there? <laughs> it's totally uh, awesome. I, I love it, being down the street from Red Light. I, and I, I love being in Audubon Park. Uh, and the East End Market. That's like it's, a super hip, cool place. It really is. I, I was hanging out at the Audubon Fun Park uh, uh, Farmers Market last night, which another hip. Awesome I, 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 I talk cool about them place. all the time, yeah. I, and because it's just cool. It, it's 
it's a little representation of what our neighborhood is like. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, I started talking to uh, two tourists from Liverpool. And first of all, I was like, thank you for coming here and not hanging out on Disney. And, yeah. and, and I, I get it. You're coming to Orlando, go to Disney, do the Disney thing. But they came into the Audubon Park uh, uh, Garden community and they were at our Monday night market. Which is perfect. And, and I said, go up the street. This is Orlando. Go up the street and go down to East End. And unfortunately, it was like 7 o'clock and you guys close at Yeah, we seven. close at 7 yeah. on Mondays for yeah. sure. Uh, so maybe so, hopefully they have come back. Maybe they're there. I think I think I, I think I sent them into a fancy town down there to go to Osprey. Perfect. And fancy town, Baldwin. <laughs> that's, that's what we talk. But we, you know what though? It's really great that we can have in our just little small street. Couple, we can have yeah. fancy town. We uh-huh. can have you know urban cool market daytime. We can have cool urban market nighttime. Yep. We can have really cool cocktail bar. We can have world-renowned beer bar absolutely i mean it's just neat that it's all right there all within walking distance mm-hmm. of each other also which is just dynamite and it's part of the reason we decided to live in this this area um now, yeah, I'm, I, I'm waiting for my son to graduate do you, from what, high school what, next do you, year where do you and live i live right now in the corner of curry ford conway area the okay. dover estates area okay, i spent yeah, yeah. 11 years in delaney park okay. which i loved yeah yeah um, I just couldn't afford to stay there. <laughs> so, uh, not yet, not yet. We, the cheese we, shop is only three and a half years old. So you've been there no. three and a half years. It, uh, yeah. It seems like Easton's been there longer. That's crazy. It, I, well, you know, has I it guess, been there longer? You were there when it opened, right? I, I was there when it opened. Yeah, okay. one of the flagship uh, merchants there inside. And um, it just, it, yeah, maybe it does seem like it's been longer. I, I certainly... I've been in the cheese game longer than East End has been around, but at the same time, like I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah, and yeah. Really, it's only been three and a half years. Do so. you love what you do? I really do. Good. I still you, do. You, you, I, I, one of the nice parts of what I do here is frequently I'll, I'll talk to people who love what they do and they smile when they talk about what they do. And you're, you're literally you're grinning from ear to ear talking I, about I, what you do. It's the beer. And and you and and you do it and you do it well. Thank I, you. Uh, we we've sat at your bar and it, it's. For those of of you who haven't been to East End, it, it's it's a little marketplace and there's little little stalls. How big's your shop? Like two hundred and twelve square feet. But the, it is it, a closet. But it, it's it's almost as if you were going overseas someplace and you you stepped into a little cheese shop overseas in in, in Paris or something. There's there's what four seats, five seats. Um, actually, no. I've I don't recently. Know. I, I had I, I had originally um, the bar in my space that would go like the length of my um, whole stall, and I had you know, a couple of seats that would then face the production area, and it was yeah. kind of like a normal bar. Well, that didn't seat a lot of people, um, and it kind of cluttered up. So what we did was uh, cut the bar in half. We moved the half two half pieces over to the other side of the room. Okay. So now it's like two tables. Well, so great. I actually can fit like 12 people. No, that's now, terrific. Which is crazy because 212 square feet still does not get any bigger. You're, you're making the most of what so you have. It's like the Ikea of cheese shops. Well, I, I, I you, you can go in there and you'll sit down and do like a little cheese well, pairing. Yeah. Or you can buy cheese by the, the by ton. The, the yeah, slice, by, the, the, by the ton. Yeah. By the ton. You can have your forklift outside. <laughs> it's really it's really just a magical little little bit of Orlando and, and, and our community and, and 
and I don't know what that noise is other than Rosie probably up against here. Uh, that's the number. Th uh, also, uh, along with that, you do something else. And my notes are always so messed up. I'm bad at this. Uh, uh, what is uh, oh oh no here here uh, uh, East Market. Uh, who is Max McCallum? Max Max is my hero. He's the king of cheese. You have a cheese hero. I do have a cheese. That's hero. odd. I have a cheese hero. He's like he comes with a cape and all. Um, he is the um, for all intents and purposes. Uh, he's like the cheese guy of the United States. Okay. He was the first restaurant based uh maitre fromage. Uh Ooh, another fancy French, French yeah, word, yeah. Oh, no. Um he was the first restaurant based cheese guy. Uh -huh. If you had like a sommelier running around doing your wine, then you have your cheese guy running around doing your cheese and kind of pairing your your meal appropriately. He was the first person in America doing that up in New York and then he stemmed into um running the artisanal cheese company up up there in new york as well and he was the dean of education and he's been the president of the um, american cheese society and he's been just all kinds <laughs> sorry, of sorry i shouldn't he's, laugh at the american cheese society oh no you shouldn't because know, they know, are they can have me bumped off right <laughs> no they can't have you bumped off but there are uh, the american cheese society kind of are in cahoots together so that way we can have a better understanding going Good forward. For you. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not on the, I'm, I'm not a part of the ECS. I'm, I'm going to get you in there. Oh, okay. We're, cool. we're a mighty well, yeah, I know podcast. people apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Also, you, uh, we, we, we uh, like I said, I'm bad at this. Uh, Tonda's Kitchen, what is that? Tonda's Kitchen was my catering was, business. What was? It's not anymore? Well, it's now kind of just all under La Femme de Fromage. Cause, okay. Because you're busy. Got, you're successful. I got busy and it got confusing. Okay. Um, but Tonda's Kitchen is a fun story because it was, you know, about 11 years ago is when I got into the cheese industry. At the same time, I kind of started catering. It just kind of all happened organically. Um, and uh, I found myself in a situation where I just needed, you know, I'm just trying to hustle and make some money. And yeah, I yeah, found make, this. Make that move. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It started with, um, I, you know, I first started with wine and appreciating wine and studying wine. And then I kind of got into food and then, you know, I kind of started dab dabbling with that. And, and, you know, I never went to culinary school or anything. So I just kind of started catering in a way to put parties together, help people. Um, because I enjoyed food and I enjoyed wine and I enjoyed putting those two together. And parties. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to I like to hang out too. <laughs> uh -huh. So then that turned into um, needing to create like some type of business entity. My father, when I was a baby um, in Rhode Island, still had a little um, like concession stand breakfast lunch kind of little diner place yeah, yeah. on the beach in uh, in Rhode Island wonderful. yeah and it was called Tonda's Kitchen oh and so when I was coming up with a name for my catering business it was kind of that was exactly it so um, so I did that I, and I was uh, doing the catering kind of aspect of the business which of course at some point led into me discovering cheese and then taking that to another whole level of putting classes together, pairings together, wondering what cheeses and what wines and what beers and, and why, and and creating events that would be um, geared around that. So Tonda's Kitchen kind of started developing that side of things, which made me stand out. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't just your wedding caterer. Um, but then 
uh, La Femme was born uh-huh. uh, when John Reif approached me to open up a stall at East End because he had heard that I was in the community doing all these cheese so events. I told you you were important at so- the beginning of this. <laughs> So it, um, I don't know if that means it's important, oh, but that's on. the story and how it developed. Well, and, you, um, well, you bought some cheese with us. What is this in a nutshell? Um, I, I brought a couple because I wasn't. And you bought beer too. Thank I, you. You're I, like you're like the best. You I did food and booze. I yeah. you know I mean I feel like that's what this whole thing is kind of about. Yeah, so kind of. I wasn't sure if you know I mean we're I assumed we there was scotch and no, uh, we were, actually we ran out of scotch last night. <laughs> Funny. I drank it all. Yeah. Well, it's okay because I still brought beer, I know, and I wanted you. I to make sure that, that the uh, cheese is paired accordingly. Um, so, what we have here, um, starting on this side, this here is Rumano Pradera, mm. and it's a four-year aged Gouda. Okay. Really like a Gouda style. Um, okay. Are you uh, undressing? Huh? Are you undressing? I, you know what? I keep hearing my bangles like clink, that's clink that's okay. in Rosie's your... in your other thing. Don't, oh, don't I just started taking them off. Yeah, okay. I, I just was concerned that it's not <laughs> that totally kind of podcast. I'm totally not undressing, oh, but... that, oh. <laughs> I am removing some of the noisemakers. Oh, so an aged... I undressed Rosie yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, kinky. Uh, <laughs> Uh, an aged what was that uh, aged gouda okay, uh, four year aged gouda okay. really really superb um, the next one over is prairie breeze which is an alpine style cheddar that sounds fun oh it's so good okay it's so good and it's crunchy and um, it's got some really great complexity um, so yeah feel free I didn't I, bring a knife I, know, I, I can pick get, it with your fingers I'll, I'll get a knife in a second yeah. and, and while, while we're doing that I'm going to tell you the second thing that I know about you um uh, we're going to edit this so it sounds professional. That's what we do here. <laughs> uh, second thing I know about you is uh, you're a fan of a burger at the hideaway. I am a fan. I know, I, right? You know what? It's late night food. And, you know, it's funny because I work in a food market yeah. and I work with food and I'm a caterer and I do all this fun, great stuff. Yeah. And then at 10 o'clock at night, everything, everything closes down. Except the hideaway. And, <laughs> and you know, I can't possibly get out of my space in time to get a decent meal anywhere Um, sometimes once in a while um, it'll happen but oftentimes I find myself going all right now what it's midnight where am I gonna you know I'm starving I'm a fan of their wings I we are a fan of their wings we are a fan of their staff yeah yeah. (laughs) and and uh, and and just and we're a fan of the karaoke that tends to. I, did, I didn't know they did karaoke. If they don't there. do it. Yeah. It just oh, happens. It just happens. Okay, <laughs> it that, just that's happens the best kind of karaoke. The jukebox just plays. You know the we, best of. We used to whatever. live over in the pink apartments on Ivanhoe. Oh yeah. Which if you stay in Orlando long enough, I think oh, I eventually exactly you're going you're you're to live about. live or party in the pink apartments at Ivanhoe. So, uh, yeah, the hideaway was. They open it like at seven o'clock in the morning. They sure do. That's ridiculous. Well, it, I mean, you've got to. No, I, I, people. I, trust me. I, I used to work overnight someplace, so I. I so that's it. Like, do you remember? Were you in town when the Go Lounge was around? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Go Lounge. Yeah. I mean, it was open twenty four hours a yeah. day, and the nighttime shift would go drinking at seven o'clock in the morning because that was their their five o'clock in the afternoon. It was hard to wrap your head around that. Uh, the third thing I know about you, and I would have done this, but I there was no doing. Like, you checked in at Jim Morrison's grave in Paris. <sighs> love that story <laughs> yeah I kind of had a feeling that we would talk about Jim at some point tonight that's so great because um, obviously you're an avid music lover music collector yeah. and uh, music is definitely something that is my 
um, probably my first passion in life. So, um, yeah. You had to go. He is, uh, so I have a tattoo of a lizard on my toe. Do you really? Jim Morrison is the lizard king. The lizard king, king. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very... uh, I see it, kind of. I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, we, it, it was like a homemade gun and a Ooh, yeah mechanical pencil. You know, like Indian style. Like it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I was 15 when I did wow, that. You so bad girl. Yeah, I was. I was a little. The, the, yeah, Pierre Lachaise is is such an amazing. I mean, it, first of all, it's gigantic, and Chopin's there, Oscar yep. Wilde's there, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Morrison's there. Yeah, it's. We went back. We were in Paris for 10 days, and we went back twice. That's how. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's humongous. I just think it's funny when people check in someplace. It just seems so odd to me. Yeah. What do you think Jim Morrison would have thought about you checking in at his grave? You know, I believe um, that he actually uh, is he, is guided he me there. Okay, first good. Off. All right, sure. Um, I have a, uh, this is going to probably make me sound like a wacko, but I don't care. Um, for anybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge, massive Doors fan, okay. a massive Jim fan. I always have been. Um, he and I feel like have like a whole separate personal spiritual connection. I think it goes into the Native American whole spirit guide that he's always had. My name is Tonda. It's Native American. I too have always felt a spirit guide. It's just something that is around. I remember my father taking me to like princess and Indian gatherings and stuff like that when I was just a child, well before I knew who Jim Morrison was. Yeah. Um, it has been something that's just kind of always been with me. And I have always wanted to go to Paris simply for his grave. To go to the grave, Not yeah. because of cheese, not because of the <laughs> tower, of not because that. I have it at a cheese shop at La Femme de Fromage. Like, all of that came so secondary uh, to, to going, going to visit for the Jim, grave. Yeah. For Jim. And, and so, because, and I mean, to be honest, if, you know, my first place in in france that i want to go is you know in terms of cheese is is not paris that's not where the cheese shops are yeah yeah. you know it's it's everywhere else in the country that that i really want to go and especially with the wine and and everything as well too but because jim has been like the (laughs) the soul of my existence um it really i needed to go there so my 40th birthday i took myself on a trip good for you by myself my best friend lives over in london yeah so i flew over there we hung out in london and then he and i hopped on a train and went over to paris and i always envisioned getting off the train bags in tow like first stop is there maybe flowers and a bottle of champagne along the way but that's the first um thing And, and it didn't work out that way timing and whatnot not a big deal the next morning when we woke up out of our little boutique hotel that was the mission and it was a bottle of champagne it was some some kind of gift some type of flower along the way but but we're going there and my friend had downloaded the map of uh, of the whole cemetery which of course you know i know i yeah. already know exactly where i need to go I've wow already, you really did do your research yeah i just it's always i just yeah it's been years it's been i think i fell in love with them and in, in high school, when, when everything starts getting experimental. When, when we all read, uh, no yeah. one here gets out alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where um, I get it. Yep. yep. So, um, so uh, there we are. Of course, the reception's terrible. You know, Wi-Fi, they're, you know, whatever, in the middle of the streets. So he can't pull up his map. And 
I'm just like walking. And I'm like, out. no, I'm just going to free. I'm going to go where I know I need to go. And he's like, oh, I think we need to go up here. And he's like pointing up the way. And I'm like, mm, no, I, I think we need to turn right here. I think we need to go here. And he was just like, well, I mean, okay. And he's, well, okay, Miss Morrison. Yeah, exactly. And sure enough, then we ended up meeting another bunch of, of travelers with bags in tow, just as I expected I was going to do. And uh, I ended up leading everybody, this whole group of us, <laughs> that I collected people along the way. And sure enough, I found it. And it was it was amazing. As magical as you thought it was going to be. I, we, I was probably there for about an hour and a half. We drank we our did. bottle of champagne. I sat there. Of course, I was in tears, just in awe of this moment that has finally come together in my oh. world. And um, there was like some, you know, because you can't get to the grave. It's like all blocked off now and, and everything. But there was this girl, and she had like this whole paparazzi of cameras and people following her and whatnot. I don't know who she was. But she led herself in and was sitting on his grave, and they were all taking photos of her. And I was like, well, goddamn, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go do that. Of course I have to do that. Well, don't you know, as soon as she got up, here come the friggin' yeah cemetery police yeah yeah yeah. that's exactly what they sound like too and i'm like you are kidding me and so i had just made it inside the gate i have now picked up the flowers that i had thrown through the fence as far as i could throw them i went and picked them up there was a little dream catcher wrapped up with them and i was just wanting to lay them at his thing maybe take a quick photo just just bask in that moment and they he was then he got all french with me and nasty and started yelling at me and and uh and just making me feel like i was stupid so so as i was leaving because i was like fine i mean fine we're leaving we're leaving i'm taking jim with me (laughs) no i looked down on the on the ground and there's a feather and i and i grabbed it and i was just like I've always kind of had this thing like when you find a feather yeah sure is it a bird that landed yeah I'm sure it was but it also is like an angel and that's like always been my thing like you pick it up and that was like there was an angel there and it's just superstition or whatever my spiritual beliefs I find it. I totally everybody get it. can normally have I would thing. make fun of you but if this wasn't your Morrison but I, yeah. there was a it was like right there and I just picked it up and I was like that's pretty awesome so you know that feather is actually sitting in my dream catcher above my bed right now that's really oh, cool I will always have it we, uh, so it was a very spiritual moment for when me when we were there there was this black kitty cat that was just hanging out by the grave and he he just was so fond of Dee Dee and I was like that's a jam yeah that, that's a jam. but when you can resonate with that kind of like other world and you can connect with that while you're in that kind of spiritual moment like I totally believe that that is a way that our our people our other you know our 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 passed on family or friends or whoever is able to connect with us and I think that if you are able to connect in that moment with something that that that's what that was meant for it's crazy they were going to kick them out too they were, they were supposed to kick them out of there and it's, it's like, like too number, much money it's like in the top 10 tourist <laughs> destinations in all of france it's 75 percent of the reason i went to paris i mean we, i yeah. obviously wanted to go to the louvre and sure, the eiffel sure. tower and sure. but uh uh yeah that just thought was funny I, I don't know why i think it's funny when people check in places and i'm guilty of it too it's just it's just odd to me it's uh, an odd bit of traveling we do things in threes here and and uh, you said earlier you're no good at movies so this is going to freak you out a little bit uh top three bands or singer songwriters quick 
Go, no pressure. Uh, top three bands or singer songwriters. Yep, musicians. Period. Whatever. Yeah. In, in general. In your world, right now. Uh, I mean, well, the Doors, obviously. Oh, right now? Or are you saying just ever? Ever. <laughs> Never. Yeah, whatever's going so on. So the in Doors your world. have always been like right there. Number like one. The, yeah, they kind of always have been. Um, it, more recent uh, type of bands uh, and somebody I really enjoy. Oh. I thought I turned you off. That's okay. Oh, I thought I turned, but I put it on. Oh. It's no big deal. It won't <laughs> be the first time. These are my mother calls during these things. <laughs> um, the uh, I'm a real big fan of the Foo Fighters, and I see that you've got your little um, record sleeve up there, uh-huh. um, which is really awesome. I think Dave Grohl, my God, if I could go and sit and have a beer with him, I would really enjoy He seems like a straight-up decent He's dude. So, yeah, just funny and real and and uh, and really kind of cool. So, um, so, so that's great. Um, man. One more? I just like I know I want one that's gonna just really be great. There are no right answers. Whatever, whatever you feel. Um, you know, I have always been a super big fan too of like uh, the '80s, and so Duran Duran, uh, New Order, Depeche Mode, like. Go. All like I mean, Depeche Mode's coming to Tampa. I like, know, I saw that. Yeah, I've right. seen them like five times. So I've never seen them. Oh, well, which is odd. Yeah, but it, so I was odd. always like the Cure over Depeche Mode, and oh, I, got, really? I got to see the Cure last year, and mm-hmm. that. So uh, no, it's. Uh, I saw the Cure in '92. No, no, you're just showing off. I know. Yeah, during that high uh, album, uh, top three books. Do you read? <laughs> I bet you read. You read a little, right? You read. I, I, I you wish seem like I a had reader. more time. No, but you've read. You've, I have read, okay, but three books. I, I really, I really just wish I had more time to read. Um, uh, I am a big fan of Ron Paul, okay. so um, some of his books have been uh, pretty influential in how I view <laughs> current. Um, I wasn't po- even aware he wrote books. Political situations, yeah. Um, so um, also, um, you know, you kind of mentioned Noah here gets out alive. Mm-hmm. That that definitely shaped my uh, my world at a very. How old were you when you read that? Oh, I mean. I, I'm assuming 15. Yeah, yeah, that's about the time I read it too. I'm assuming. I, I read it a couple 15. times since then. Yeah, because it was either 15 or 16 when I got this little lizard <laughs> tattoo on my toe. You were underage. It's never morphed into anything more. You, you were underage and got a prison style tattoo on your toe. I did in my bedroom. Wow. <laughs> I know. Did mom and dad find out? Uh, I mean, yeah, they found out. It was actually blasted on the school newspaper too, because <laughs> I had like toe rings, and nobody. It was. I was just. I was. I've always. You know, yeah. s- strolled to the beat of my own drum. Good for you. I really have. So, so there's all of that. One more book. Uh, one more book. You can do it. Um, oh, gosh, I'm bad with books. Um, I would have to say, um, uh, half asleep in frog pajamas. That's see, you're not bad Tom with books. That, that that sounds. These <laughs> Tom Robbins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what that is. Who is Tom Robbins? Um, he is just a kooky. Cool half author. asleep in frog half pajamas. asleep in frog pajamas. Okay, and this this the one I'm worried about because you said you're not a movie people a person. Uh, top three films, movies. Um, I've to be honest, it's, it's silly maybe, but I've always truly loved Forrest Gump, and I feel like every time I see it, like I'll pick it up no matter what part of the movie it is. I'll watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I'm not a smart man, but I know so what good. love is. Oh my God, it's so good. It, 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 and I cry still every every time. Um, um, have always been a big fan of uh, any anything Tom Hanks is in. Um, so like Catch Me If You Can was a really good one. Um, um, another is, gosh, 
what was that? I'm having a blank on the name. Um, what Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I think I need to revisit that. It was kind it of was trippy, really, wasn't it? It was very trippy. Yeah, and it's sad. The, uh, the afterlife. And when someone and, died. Well, she committed suicide. Oh, that sucks. I hate when so that happens. Yeah. Then, and because suicide is such an epidemic, you know, that you have to deal with all the time. And I just am dealing with it right now with a friend um, who uh, decided to go out that way recently and it's just you know you in my mind i i almost kind of refer back to that as a possibility of how the afterlife is nobody knows you know what really would happen in that kind of situation but um but that movie was colorful it was really um inspiring yes it was sad yes it was dark it was like 93 um it could have been a 2003 i mean not 93 93 94 that sounds about it right it could have yeah. been yeah uh, Gooding you, Jr. how come you didn't say the doors um, I didn't think of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a great one. It's a great one. To be honest, um, I guess I was kind of going towards things. I mean, I would always I turn wondering. the doors on. Yeah, but you know, I mean, there's still other things outside. You of know, that. Val Kimmer did all the, his own singing in that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he nailed it. That's when he was young and pretty and not bloated. Do you know yeah. who he lost Best Actor to that year? I don't know. Huh? He was up for an Academy for um, for Best Actor in that film. Okay, who? He lost to Anthony Hopkins for Sounds of the Lambs. Lambs. Oh, yeah, well. Which Anthony. is yeah, a no-brainer. It's, it's a much better film. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a no-brainer. I yeah. mean, that kind of performance. like. But, yeah. Um, I, you were assigned a task to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Father Beans. Do, do that again. Uh, you, were, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. This is the point where you ask me the first of the three questions. Okay, so one of my questions was, um, first off, and you may have already answered these countless times on your podcast, afternoon drinky thing, mm-hmm. um, but um, on your bucket list of bands to see um, that you have yet to see, um, who is the top three on your bucket list right now? I've been fortunate enough to see just about every band I've ever wanted to see that is uh, still together. And I've seen some bands that, like, I, I can't see the Beatles, but I've seen Paul McCartney. I have seen Paul, too. Yeah. I, 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 amazing. I can't see The Clash, but I've seen Big Auto Dynamite. Sure. Um, I can't see The Sex Pistols, but I've seen Public Image Limited. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody who I haven't seen. I'm looking at my wall in case there's somebody up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bad Brains would be kind of cool. I, I, I've never seen Bad Brains. And oddly enough, I've never seen Fugazi, and they've been through town a million times. See, I told him my mother would call. See, look, look. Hey, Mom. Dig it. Hey. Oh, oh. I think we're both that. getting phone calls. Oh, no. Oh, all right. I think you've got it coming from your computer, Oh, it's coming too. from my phone. Okay. Wow. Just really, really bad at podcasting. Um, <laughs> where was I? You know, um, you know what happens is I'm using my iPad for my notes, and it, it goes through the iPad also, mm-hmm. and the dog's scratching herself, and it's just terrible. Um, I, I would say, like, uh, a Fugazi, if they would still, I don't know if they're still touring, uh, Bad Brains would be fun. Uh, as far as it, like, I've been, I obviously wouldn't mind seeing the Beatles or, or the Clash or the Sex Pistols, but that, that's probably simply not going to happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I said I've been lucky I was talking about The Cure uh, mm-hmm. and I've, I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast it was the last band that I really wanted to see that I didn't get a chance to see and it was it was amazing it was everything in my head that I thought it was going to be except for I had less hair 
Uh, I'm a, a little less makeup, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 I used to wear eyeliner. I'd rock the eyeliner. Eyeliner. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I once I learned that girls will mac on you if you're wearing eyeliner. <laughs> I was, was all worth it. And, it depends and, on what kind of girls. And and they'll touch you like that, that, <laughs> even at that point they'll they'll go let me put eyeliner on you and they'll go okay if you want to lay your hands on me for two minutes I'll <laughs> I'll take anything. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. If you were an ancient god, question number one. If you were an ancient god, what would the ritual be to summon you? Ooh. What would be the ritual to summon me? I would have to say, um, I mean, there would definitely have to be some type of music being played. Um, you know, there would have, like, I mean, you know, almost like a snake charmer, but like something yeah, yeah, to kind of yeah. like, you Some know, pique my and, interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and I definitely, yeah, drums, that sounds, that sounds fun. Um, um, and, and I think that there, um, would have to be like a a there'd have to be some type of water feature where i could just kind of like float through and <laughs> with the beat of the drum and, okay and, I'm, uh, I'm digging yeah. it yeah yeah i think that uh i think that that would be uh you, you, you said you were named after something in uh the, the american indian culture yep. what, is the, what is that it sounds like a goddess <laughs> it's a um it's a cherokee name okay tonda Okay. And it means love, honor, and respect. Oh, look at which you! Which is cool. Yeah, and where's where's your last name from? Um, well, I'm Italian. Okay. I'm Irish Italian. Okay, that's a mixture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passionate drunk. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> With the Cherokee name <laughs> Warrior. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of explains a little bit about me. A little bit. Uh, question number two. That was easy. Uh, what's the one thing you've worked really hard for but didn't get? Um. <laughs> a bikini body? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I um, I don't know. I feel like I put my mind to things and 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 I can make things happen. So Me too, I, right? I should be able to like trim, um, but uh, I think, um, gosh, um, I, I you know here's something that I've worked really hard for. Not that I tried to go get because I could go get it, but yeah, yeah. I just have not yet gotten it. Yeah, and that's uh, just a basic um, wine certification. Like I'm not certified sommelier. Yeah, you you and know, know you know enough. I, you could pass the test. Oh, you just need to go and do flying it. Flying colors. Yeah, I think. Um, and I, I think that I would be. You know, I think I'm in. A, a good position to where going and getting like a second level, um, I'd be okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty decent on blind tastings well, as well too to so it, but to do it kid i know it's yeah. just i just haven't you know i just haven't so i think that that's something that i've definitely worked very hard for and just never even are you talking about like the the test in the movie the so many i can't yeah. say the word yeah uh-huh. that's, that's a hard word Small, yeah. it's french uh, uh, you can pass that uh, the entry level oh okay, yeah okay. for yeah. sure um, so there's there's like a master Oh, oh there's no. there is a master. Uh, the only thing I know about this is yeah. fancy restaurants and then Netflix. Yeah, to yeah. be a, to be a master psalm though, like you yeah. have to be invited. Okay, it's, it's a that's a I'm, and I don't not foresee myself doing that. Oh, come on, you can do it. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that I couldn't do it, but there's a very select few of people in the entire world that have that. I feel like title, it's a boys' club. So. Is it a boys' club? It's not necessarily a boys' really? club. All no, right, good. There's women too. Yeah. All right, but um, w- there's not many. Um, th- there's not many here. You're going to change that. We're going. Uh, well, gonna, you know, that's we're going to get you on the cheese council. 
and we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the cheese council. And I'm gonna be an MS. Just you, just watch. I can do. I'm very powerful in this. <laughs> There's a lot of discipline in all of that. I don't know. I, I hate discipline. It's stupid. It's like trying. I was clearly not what we're doing I was, here. I, I was trying. To, I was trying to steer away from food because you said you've done so many of these, you get bored to just talking about cheese. And I'm gonna eat the shit out of your cheese in a minute. By the way, yeah. I just can't reach it. No. Um, this is the only cheese question. Uh, if Donald Trump was cheese, <laughs> what cheese? What, what cheese would he be? Well, he would be mimolette. Of I, course, I don't know what that is. Is it stinky and moldy? Does, um, it, does it lie a lot? No, is it a it, really it's orange. Penis? Okay. It's downright orange, <laughs> orange. <laughs> and it's round. The toupee. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a. It looks like a cantaloupe. <laughs> you know, and then you cut into it, and it's like bright, bright, bright orange. It's really a, a delicious cheese, but. It sits and ages in a cave. Oh, can me too. And, yeah. and mites, little cheese mites, eat the outside of the rind. That's perfect. And, yeah, so yeah. Uh, he would be that. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you, you, have you thought about that? or did you just No, that? I just came up with that because it is orange. What, what kind of cheese is it again? It's called Mimolette. Yeah, Mimolette, Donald Trump, the, 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 the Mimolette of the cheese of love. Uh, uh, you're, I'm you're, pretty sure we could carve into a Mimolette and like make a Trump that face. That just sounds fun. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, your, your second question. Um, for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so what do we start with already? Oh, uh, your bucket list. Bucket list of bands. Okay, okay so these are the uh, top three people that you would bring back to life to sit and have a um, scotch and good conversation oh, with. Oh, my dad. Oh, your my, father. Oh, God, I missed that dude. Mm. Uh, he was just wonderful. When, when we had his... Uh, we didn't have a funeral. We had a celebration of life because mm-hmm. he was just that kind of guy. Sure. Uh, I I, uh, I said I, I I can't think of a person who didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I jokingly said I can name ten people in this room who don't like me, but I can't think of a single person who didn't like my dad. And he he was just wonderful. And and he he would be so happy with the podcast and the whole idea. And he wasn't even a big drinker for the most part. I, I he. He was pretty content just to sit mm-hmm. and fish and watch the sunset. And if he caught fish, go home and cook it with his wife and hang out. And I, I hate to use the word simple, mm-hmm. but he was just very simple. But just, that's okay. Yeah, simple, it, just because. No, it, it was great. Simple he was, was simple doesn't no, mean that it's bad. No, he was. You know, uh, he was deep. Yeah. Without trying to be, he, he was just a good man and a good father, and he he loved his he loved his wife. They were married at that point. I think forty seven years. Wow. Uh, just, just great, and I, I, I would gladly give up a finger to have him back for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, someone dead, and uh, to have a drink with. I, and any anybody, I mean, it could I, be and, and I and this this I like characters. I like crazy people, mm-hmm. uh, and I just think it would be fun to sit with Sid Vicious for five minutes uh, and have him. See, that's the Jim Morrison for me, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, mean, I understand Jim, too. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, I might have to be on acid so that I could be on his level <laughs> so that I could enjoy the conversation as much and not be, like, annoyed that you're, like, off in left field. Do you like his poetry? Um, his poetry is different. Yeah. Okay, so it's, no. It's no, I mean, some of it for sure, but some of it I'm like, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's it's okay. I, I guess I'm just not a poetry guy. Uh, what's the book? The Lords of the New Creation. Does that sound mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think I had a copy of it as a kid, and I just gave it to a girl or something. I, yeah. uh, I uh, so Sid, uh, my dad. Oh, can I have them all in the same room at the same time? Uh, and sure, that would be fun for your dad. <laughs> your dad would just sit back. Hmm. Uh, um, and 
Abe Lincoln. Abe. Yeah, that, that, I think I think he'd uh-huh. probably be fun to pick his brain for a hot minute. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and I go towards the Thomas Jefferson side. See, that would be that'd be yeah. fun too. Yeah, yeah. yeah rebellious I, and 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 steadfast. So steadfast. His, that's a word that we don't use enough, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, he's I, just and especially with what's going on now. I mean, yeah. Jump into that carnival of conversation, but it is the um, president of cheese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hey, uh, be, uh, yeah. Besides the the uh, the fine folks over Red Light, Red Light, we got a second sponsor. Believe that or not, like someone pays us for this. It's Bama Pama Vintage, and here's the thing: it, it, there's a lot of vintage companies who do women's wear, and they're fine and dandy. But I'm not a woman, and and I like vintage men's wear, and that's why. I approached the people for Bamba Bamba Vintage and said, would you like to be a sponsor of the podcast? And they went, yes. They do vintage menswear, like tuxedos and, and vintage denim and, and cool suits. If, you, if you've, Well, I don't think the Mad Men is a thing anymore. But if, if you ever watched Mad Men, Don Draper dresses cool. And they have suits like that. Ties, hats, shoes, uh, cufflinks. Uh, they, if you go to one of their pop-up shops, they're going to have like vinyl and... and uh, just, just stuff you'd find in a man cave, like manly dude stuff, and it's all vintage. And you, they thrift probably three or four days a week, and they put a good chunk of their stuff online, so you can buy it online in their Etsy shop, or you, if you're local, uh, you can go in their their uh, pop up shops and buy. Here's what you do: if you're not local, uh, go to Google and type in B A M A P A N is in Nancy A vintage and it will take you to your shop event their shop eventually look around find something you like put it in the checkout little shopping cart online virtual shopping cart and type in the word scotch and you're gonna get 15 percent off right off and they'll ship it on and you're gonna look like a million bucks if you're local uh they're at the audubon park uh garden market every other monday and they do pop-ups all over town uh and go in there go in their little booth look at them right in the eye and scream right in their face. I heard about you on Scotch and Good Conversation and they're going to take 15% off. There's no reason to shop at the mall. I mean, I guess if you need underwear. But, you don't uh, have vintage underwear. No. no <laughs> that's a special kind of person who wears vintage <laughs> underwear. Uh, Bama Pama Vintage. B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage. Google it. Learn it. Live it. Love it. Question number three, four for you. Why is it so difficult to feel the same way we did when we were children? Experience. Okay. We have we have uh, so much more going into um, our train of thought, our life experiences, heartache, uh-huh. um, just oh, heartache. overcoming that, obstacles. That that in itself is heartbreaking. That you can't feel like a child because of heartache. But it's true, though. Yeah. I mean, your father passed away. I know something happened to you yeah. as 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 that little boy growing up. Um, that you'll never get back to because you don't have that anymore. You're bringing so, me down. I don't mean to. I just get sometimes deep. I didn't realize I was going to talk about so much death. My goodness. I'm so. sorry. Well, I, 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 I didn't. I, but I, I, I didn't see, try to. I'm of the firm belief that that we should try to be childlike whenever we can. I agree. Do you think so? And, I, and, I completely agree. And your your life is complex. I mean, you were on the phone for five minutes before we, we turned the mics on the first time, and and. Uh, uh, and I said that I, I literally got off the phone and I said that sounded hard like that just sounds complicated being successful and uh, I there's just a lot of different layers to everything that I do you know so I'm, I just have to divide my brain and they're all going towards the same thing which is creating awesome events and having this great cheese shop and 
putting together great menus for all of it and and uh, and then managing it all and 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 so do you make time for you to be childlike um, I went to the soccer game on Sunday. We won, right? It was so great. Orlando yeah. City, yeah, it go was, fight, win. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was so loud in that brand new stadium. It was so awesome. Is it, did, did we open a stadium? Are we we done? opened the brand new stadium. What a on horrible Sunday. ambassador for Orlando. Am I? I wasn't aware we opened a stadium. Is uh, it nice? It was awesome. Yeah, it was so good, and it was so intimate, and it was loud. Like I sit in the supporter section, which is now called the wall, um, because I enjoy yelling and screaming and being and, a child, like like. I, I like to chant and I want to be a part of all of that excitement and and I don't care that I can't sit Feels down. Good, right? I love it. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. You, you it's, just let out the, the primal scream. Like that, <laughs> you, you just let it out and shout like you were a kid and you went did you did you sleep well that night? Were you too amped up? Uh no, or did you sleep I, like I'm a baby pretty sure I slept well like because crazy. I had I maximized my steps that day. <laughs> yeah, half a bottle of wine. Yeah. yeah. Or, well we started we had we brought our little flask with us as far as we could bring it um and so yeah we were we were sipping on some woodford while we were like on oh, our way good for you how, how big is that what's that like seventy thousand people oh no hundred thousand like, fifty thousand no, twenty five thousand like twenty oh i, I thought it was I bigger like i disappointed I'm not maybe it's like yeah. 22 uh, i think it's like 20 i think the citrus bowl isn't that like forty thousand? Oh, i don't i don't dig sports so yeah it's yeah. like half of that uh, I'm, I'm happy we have sports i make them i'm, I'm glad we we've got the soccer to bring people into our mm-hmm. city and eat cheese for you and Sports uh, has been a big thing for me, though, growing up. Are you a sports up, person? I, I am. Good I really am. Yeah. So on, on Friday, I also went to a Red Sox uh, game, like oh, spring training, which is March is my favorite time of year. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, you know, it starts getting warmer. You're feeling, you know, it's not too hot to where you can't go it's anywhere. It's unbearable. Um, you yeah. can sleep, sometimes sleep with the windows open. And, um, and then, the uh, but then there's baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, like fever. I, this is a dumb question because I don't follow sports at all. The Red Sox play here locally. They um, their spring training uh, facility is in Fort Myers. Okay, and that's so how far from here? Three hours. Oh, that sounds hard. But yeah. they were at Disney playing the oh, Braves okay. at Wide World of Sports. You should so. go to my redneck hometown and see the Mets play in Port St. Lucie. I have actually. Have yeah, <laughs> I have. I have been down there. Yeah, There's so a lot of training sport uh, spring training facilities down uh, there. Vero, the east and west coast of Florida. Yeah, the Vero is uh, who, who's in Vero? Someone was in Vero. I don't know. Uh, I don't really remember. I know that, yeah. was it Vero? Was it, I think it was. The Dodgers. The Dodgers trained in Vero. Or at okay. least they used to, I think. But Port St. Lucie, the Mets trained there. Um, we went last year to, um, was it Jupiter, I believe. Ooh, and yeah. it's uh, where the Marlins and the Cardinals. That sounds right. Sha- they, they share that. I, I like Jupiter facility, a lot. Did so. you, go the, you should go to the Lighthouse next time you're there. Um, it's, yeah, it's, maybe I will. Maybe cool. maybe we will next week. I think we're trying to go to another game in another week or two. I, I know some good restaurants down there. I'll, 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 Sounds good. I'll I will to, be calling. <laughs> you up. Uh, question number five for you. Uh, well, this, these are depressing. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, what is something that you almost did? Oh, no, this is happy. What is something that you almost did, but you're very glad that you didn't do? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say. <laughs> think, think of the next thing. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Think of the next thing. I don't want to put another person. Um, something that I didn't do or almost did that I'm happy that I didn't do. Um, I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, I think yeah. my brain always wonders, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if I had, um, and you, there was another. Let's. I won't call it out. But okay. there was another um, opportunity for me to 
uh, open up another shop okay. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And I just didn't, I just wasn't feeling I'm comfortable. Yeah. I wasn't feeling comfortable with it. And it was, yeah. it was happening too soon to, from the time that I, you know, had opened and I, I didn't want to spread myself too thin. And while I do want to grow and, and expand on this, what seems to be a pretty easily rep, you know, uh, replicated, um, operation that I have right now um you know it just it wasn't feeling it wasn't feeling right and and in hindsight uh having known now some other people that had gone there and opened and have now left I guess that's glad you didn't yeah because I you know at the same time too I don't want to come this far to only come this far i don't want to come this far fail and then end up closing things up and that that is very easy to do with very it's it's a realistic you know uh you do what you do you do really really well and you got a good thing over at at, at the uh the east end they they uh i i'm lucky that they asked me to be a part of that project i'm really proud to have them in my neighborhood and i'll 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 talk them up every day of the week (laughs) i am really proud to be a part of the neighborhood. I am really part uh, proud to be a part of East End. I am really proud to be a part of what's making Orlando better. What's know, making right? Orlando cooler? Uh, a food scene that is something for guests from Liverpool uh, exactly. to come and visit because they want something authentic. Yep. They want to f- find out what authentic Orlando is, and you know we've had a lot of really great press over the last couple of years um, about that in general and how Orlando is really um, being put on the map for other reasons aside from Disney, which of course we love the Disney area. We love the tourist destination. I mean, that is what put Orlando on the map, no matter how you divide it yeah, up. Yeah, no matter. We'd still be yeah. swampland if it wasn't for For them. sure, yeah. for sure. And and even the culinary scene, too. I mean, there was a lot of, there are a lot of really great chefs out at, out at Disney that have, that have, you know, put another restaurant here and made this um be a really great establishment to you know to dine um and whatnot a great city to come and enjoy all of these things but it's great to find this other side of orlando and to see that it's developed because i mean i've been here for 40 years i certainly remember where it was just the red lobsters on every corner (laughs) and yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and that's like what the cool thing was to do is go to the bennigan's at uh, you know it's just i remember all of that i remember the chain issue over on uh you know international drive yep. i remember cruising up and down the drive when it was like in the 80s oh up, yeah up the street when i came to town it was uh long hair steakhouse uno mm-hmm. tgi fridays bennigan yes <laughs> like literally with all of them if you got on my roof you could see where the, and they're all gone now yeah every which, single one of them are which gone. i mean i don't want anybody to lose their jobs but if we can open up uh, osprey taverns and in, in the in the place of bennigan's i'm going to do that every Correct. day or we can open up a, a mom and pop pizza place i'd much rather have that i'm i'm a real big advocate for uh bruno's over uh, over on my side on I'm, the curry the, forward the side next, well actually not the next one uh the i'm recording Something on Friday, and then Bruno's coming in on oh, Monday. He's so cool. I you know. guys are going to talk all about cool music. Yeah, yeah, I. Because uh, he is all into your punk stuff. That, yeah, that, I, that I, you love. I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what he's doing over there. We, oh, he, it's great, and I just, and I love that. That's the side of town that I live on. And while I really love um, the Curran Drive and the whole Audubon Park, you know, I sit on the it's board. It's getting of really hip over there too. Yeah, APGD and. And I, and I love what this is what this side of town is doing I do I'm in it I love it I, yeah. I, I breathe it every day 
Um, but to live somewhere like I mean, I was in Delaney Park for a long time and the whole downtown South thing, and I, I it was fine. I I there is busy. It's yeah. busy, yeah, and, yeah. and when obviously Pulse happened, you really saw a community really come together. Um, yeah, for that. crazy. Um, but yeah, I was. It was. I was. My house was right in there. We it was. Um, we lived up uh, between Boone High School and uh, Cayley Elementary. Okay. Like, you went out our front door. To the right was Boone, and to the left was Cayley. Right. So I, I uh, very familiar with that section of town, and and, and it, we've we've like. I was telling the people from Liverpool yesterday, like ten years ago, if you came, it, it's a different town it than totally it was. Is. You it know, really is, and it, it it wasn't terrible then, but it's just like now. I, I was so excited, like, and, and I felt ridiculous. I was like, "Oh, let me tell you some good places to go," and then I realized that that uh, uh, the mics weren't on. <laughs> you know, I was just doing it because <laughs> I because love, you love Orlando because I love there, and and some of my friends are. You know, we we've got restaurants and we've got breweries and we, we've got There's so many breweries now. Yeah, we've got people making wine and and just amazing music and art and it's. Uh, yeah, if if you're listening, if you're one of my numerous listeners in Mexico, uh, um, come to Orlando, go to Disney. I, I get it. Go to SeaWorld. Go to Universal. Go to Universal. Universal's fun. Yeah, that's the you most. Can drink it's everywhere. the most. It's the most fun of those three. Uh, I got the fastest rides, and I cannot wait for that water. Are you park a roller coaster girl? Oh, I am. Oh, I hate oh, fucking roller coasters. God, I love them. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Like of everything <laughs> yeah. that we've talked about, I'm, I'm sure you can clearly know right away that I am totally a roller coaster girl. Oh God, I love that feeling in the pit of your stomach. It's the it's worst falling. feeling oh, in God, the it's, world. It's, it's exhilarating. Terrible. <laughs> I uh, I, it's so fun. It, my my wife. It's not for everybody. Doesn't do it as much, but she used to like just go on roller coasters with our friends and well, I. Well, Dee and I can go every day, I, I, and you can just make sure our drinks are full on the outside. Well, what I I usually do like uh, what's it Harry Potter World or whatever it is across from I guess it's Building Dragons. I don't even know what that roller coaster mm-hmm. is called anymore. There, yeah, it's something like that. There, there's a bar across the, across from there, and I would just sit and pound drinks, and she'd just do that fast pass thing where mm-hmm. she'd ride it like three or four times in yeah. a row. So yeah. I'm, I'm riding something, it's just a bottle. And, and <laughs> speaking of bottles, you 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 brought a. a we were talking yeah, about. I'm we, empty were, over here. we were talking about Jupiter earlier. I don't yeah. know if I can do this successfully. I think you're doing it. Okay, we were talking about Jupiter oh. earlier, and this is from Hope Sound. Yes. I can't see, so okay, say when. Keep going. Keep going. Say you when. haven't even poured any. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's still not. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. So say this. When. Um, uh, that's <laughs> so this is a really great um, double ale uh, from Barrel of Monks and uh, yeah they are um, I thought it was in Boca it says it said Hope Sound oh, I think okay. on the back um, yeah. they anyway it's down south yeah, south yeah. Florida they are um, a really new kind of cooler uh uh, brewery down there. They've got a double. They've got a triple, and I think they're just releasing their quad cool. as well. And yeah. I was trying to. I was uh, met met with the owner, the uh, brewmaster, and he kind of was coming around and promoting. And and I was like, you really need to do like split cases, like four of each. Yeah, so that that's way, really a good. Smart cool. marketing. Or, yeah. Or a three pack that you just sell retail, and you've got one of each. Yeah. Um. But regardless, um, this is so good, and I want to say it's like seven and a half percent. Yes, it's pretty easy. Like it's I, I, so I, I thought it was a little more jacked up than that, and, and uh, it, it's it's pretty tasty. Thank you so much. And I mm-hmm. am going to eat some cheese. I really am. 
Uh, yeah. Also, uh, the kids over Red Light Red Light gave me some beer, and normally I'm not a fruit and beer guy, uh, but they gave me uh, Red Cypress Brewing, which is mm-hmm. which is uh, right over in Winter Springs. Yep. And this is a uh, uh, never nude blueberry American wheat ale, and I'm digging it. It's uh, it's not blueberry blueberry y. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Oh, Here, let me help you. Yeah, could you make me something, please. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that terrible? I, I'm told. I just told. No, my, I, I, I just told. My, I just told my guest to make me food. I, that's what that's horrible. what I do, though. No, I know. But it, when when we talked, you were like, "I'm gonna be happy not to talk about cheese." Oh no, but that's okay. I mean, I expect to talk about it. But I mean, you know, just in the same. Now, you notice that I gave you a piece of chocolate. Ooh, oh, God. I didn't even see chocolate. Oh, God. It's okay. So taste the cheese first. Okay, and then I want the, you to put, mm-hmm. the, then the next bite, I want you to like introduce the chocolate. Now, that, that cheese. Oh, it's different cheese? Are these two no, different No, no, no. Those are the same cheeses. Okay, I'm not good at but, um, but the cheese is already kind of caramelly and, and Ooh. Uh, Ooh. but the chocolate comes into that. It's almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup in your mouth. It is so good. And this is what you do. This is what I do. You have a I good enjoy job. Yeah. loving putting things together and, and, and no, no I really formal love no formal training training, Miss Sam. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. no formal training. Good for you. You have a cool job. I enjoy it. Everybody who comes in here has a cool job. <laughs> you have a cool job. You just get to sit and talk to people. Yeah, well, <laughs> well we're, we're working on it, making it my job. <laughs> I don't this I think this is the first time I actually ate something on the mic. Um Really? Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird because then you've got the microphone so close to you and... Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to sound good in headphones. <laughs> um, question number six. You suspect someone's a time traveler. How do you prove it? God damn, that cheese is good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Well, I'm going to taste some beer, too. Um, here, you got to try this one. I'm going to get back to your question. Okay. Here, so this you, is... you suspect someone's a... Look at your fingernails. Oh, I know. That's, That's fun. It's Orlando City Soccer. Oh, wow, you love Orlando. <laughs> I, I, you know, I do. I do. But I also love getting my nails done because it really yeah. <laughs> It's my time where I get to have for myself. So you asked that question before. You know, do you ever take time to, like, have fun? And yes, I do. The, work, the work-life play balance is you, you very gotta do important. That. You, you it's gotta, very important. Especially to be sane and own a business. Because I've worked for myself for, I don't know, going on seven, eight years now. And... and uh, and my life isn't even as busy as yours. I, I can't even imagine what that's like. But sometimes you just got to step away and go. Okay, I'm leaving it at work. I'm 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 going to go to a soccer game. I'm mm-hmm. get my nails done. You know, I'm going to go to Club Wana. I, yeah. I, you know, I, is that <laughs> a thing anymore? <laughs> well, I don't know that Club Wana has been a thing for a very long time. <laughs> the booby trap. That's yeah. how I'm going for the booby. Oh, now you're going vintage. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, time traveler. But time tra- time traveler. Uh, wait, what was your question? <laughs> you, oh, ha- <laughs> you, you suspect someone's a time traveler. Uh, this is what the reviews on this podcast. He chews with his mouth open. Uh, how do you how do you prove it? How do I prove that somebody is a time traveler? Um, I think you. Uh, I would say that you go back and you pull up a piece of history and twist the ending in a certain way like you know like like you mentioned abraham lincoln before so you know it's it's too bad that we're you know still i don't know 
That's a terrible. You can't, I should, you can't prove it, can you? <laughs> that is. That is. I was about ready to use like Abraham Lincoln and slavery, so we're totally gonna yeah. like yeah, eliminate no. that from that, this conversation. That, that's fine. We'll cut it all out. Yeah. Yep. Um, time traveler. I know. I time traveler. How do I prove? Your questions are good. I, I don't write they, any of these. I steal them off the internet. They are very thought provoking. Um, there's no is, way to prove. There's no. I guess there's no. Well, I mean, it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect answer. Got to be the shoes. Yeah, I, 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 you know, normally I go through my head and try to figure out the answer to these, but I, I, got, I couldn't think of a right one. I'm sure that you got, you can catch them somehow. I, I, I know we were going with the Abe Lincoln thing, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I'm not smart enough. I would just, I'd ask. You, you time traveler. Are you a time traveler? Well, I mean, it makes me think of like Doc Brown and how did anybody not know that he was a time traveler? He was just a wacky old scientist. He was a wacky old scientist. Well, he always adapted to the fashion, you know. Um, Marty didn't. Marty, no. Well, yeah, he, well, when he had to go back into the, uh, into the, uh, when he was working on the train in the. Yeah, he looked like Clint Eastwood, wasn't he? Yeah, Clint he definitely had a, a Clint Eastwood. He had the hat, he had the the spurs and all. <laughs> but, he, but he had the sneakers. It's definitely the shoes. Oh, it's the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Did he have sneakers on in that? Was, because somehow he, he left his boots in the car, I think, <laughs> and he was wearing his wacky, those lace-up sneakers, shoes. Yeah. You have one more question for me, please. Um, what did we already do? We uh, talked about You did about uh, the, bands the, and, yep. and uh, bringing people back to have uh-huh. dinner with them. I should have written this down. It's okay. Um, uh, if you could, if this was your last meal, mm-hmm. what would it be? Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a steak guy, I think. I mean, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a steak guy. And I don't know if I'd go like literally steak and potatoes, uh, but a big old uh, like a strip. And I keep thinking that's me. It is me. Uh, a big old probably New York strip. Uh, some French fries. Uh, so you're a French fry with a strip. Yeah, the, the, I, I am too. Just basic, like yeah. lo- just salt and pepper. Yeah. You know, not, wanna... not not even on the steak, just salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just more towards rare than medium rare, and, uh, and a beer, a glass of wine or a scotch after, which would be nice. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Are I, you more of a beer when you're eating? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, although I like I wine, I, I do like wine, and like, and if I'm in a really nice restaurant, and I, I always, anytime I go to any place where the words are hard, I have my wife order for me. <laughs> we go sushi; she orders anything that's French. She orders, uh, <laughs> um, anything in wine. Usually, I'm, I like, uh, I, I, I'm smart enough that I, I can, uh, I'll go Cabernet. I'm gonna have a Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh-huh. You said that right. I know, right? I sound cool when I say it. <laughs> uh, you should have a podcast. I know, sure. <laughs> I just make my way through that. Uh, um, I, I, I like a cab, but that, that's about as fancy as I get. Uh, Dee knows a little bit about wine, and lately we, we've been drinking um, uh, uh, 
not Pinot. So Sauvignon Blanc, I, mm-hmm. I, I, that's a that's a good Florida wine. Like it it's, sure is. It's so damn hot around yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. White wines in general are really easy for us here year round. Yeah. Uh, we don't really have seasons, obviously, for wine drinking because um, because we're hot. We're yeah. hot and hotter <laughs> this is here. Moist. Um, so yeah, exactly. Um, which I love that word, by the way. Moist. Moist. Yeah. It, people, it's, 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 sometimes it gets people like all. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's, it's, it's kind of creepy a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I kind of love it. I like pushing the envelope just a little bit, and that is a word that I usually get to push the envelope a little bit. See, I like I, I like <laughs> Didi likes Chardonnays more than Sauvignon Blancs, and and I I like a, I like I guess because it's more like in your face, and a Chardonnay mm-hmm. is a little more like laid back and kind of creamy buttery yeah yeah yeah. It, yeah it can be i have a really great one that she, you guys need to come and have a little date night at I think the we shop will. soon yeah 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 um because i have this uh beautiful chablis that i have totally fallen in love with um, and i pretty much can drink it every day <laughs> and it is chardonnay varietal uh-huh. um it's done 100 percent stainless so it i think you'll both enjoy it because you you're talking about how you like your Sauvignon Blancs and how they're like crisp and acidic yeah. and they yeah, like, yeah. they're just different from that rounded mouthfeel. So um, this would be a way of kind of accomplishing both in in the same in the same glass. We just uh, I mean it, I did base my entire business on the fact that I uh, wanted to figure out a way to eat cheese and drink wine all day and get paid for it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I mean that's, that's, somebody uh, needs to. Well, that's that's what we're trying to do with the podcast here. If, if I can <laughs> if I can figure out a way to get a, one more sponsor, I'm going to be golden. Uh, <laughs> well, we should talk. Question number oh, ah, Stop kicking things. Sorry. Uh, question number seven. Uh, this is your second to last question. Uh, based on your personality, are you a fork, a spoon, or a knife? Oh, totally a fork. Totally a fork. You think so? Why? I think so. Uh, well, first off, there's there's multiple different components to the fork. <laughs> okay, so okay. I think that, and then they're sharp. I love the way like you seem like you prepare, you're prepared for this. What was the other <laughs> question? I was like, you thought of that already. Oh, the mimolette. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah the just, cheese thing. Yeah. He's just orange. Yeah, he's just orange, terrible, <laughs> he's just orange. horrible person. Uh, different components to a fork? Um, yeah, there's different components to the fork. You've got four different, typically four different uh, little... Um, areas, I guess, if you will, they all have a point, so you can pierce something, you can pick it up, but at the same time, you can still like easily, you know, glide it into your mouth, and it's you know, you need it. It's the, it's the smart person's spoon. It is the smart person's spoon. I'm, I'm also the if, smart person's spoon. Yeah, because the, the spoon is dull edges and there's nothing that you're going to hurt yourself with. The dumbest so it's thing like, I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I might not be a smart man, but yeah, I can eat with a fork. I, 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 uh, I, I, I was thinking about that. I, I, I See, I was going to go spoon. Like I, I, I think I might be a spoon. And I think at some point I might have been a knife, but then... I think I've, I've kind of went, yeah, screw it. It's just I, easier just to scoop shit up than to try to fight it. I feel like I'm friendlier than a knife. <laughs> I think you are too. I think, yeah. No but, one, but not too much. Yeah. So like, so that's why the fork. You can kill a guy with a, sp- with a fork. I don't think you'd have to work hard to kill a guy with a spoon. You know? I think that's the perfect personality um, um, mesh of like being from the Northeast yeah, yeah. and having that spitfire kind of sassy uh, blood if yeah, yeah. you will yeah. um, 
and then coming down here and living in Florida where everybody's like just, friendly just and chill. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, but not so quickly. <laughs> How long has it been since you've been back up north? Um, I was there in last summer. No, not last summer. The summer before. It's weird, right? It's not terrible. It's just different. I love going back. Yeah, up there. It's just different. It, I freaking love Boston. The, I love yeah, the city I, of Boston. It's see, so awesome. I, 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 we've only spent a hot minute in Boston, but literally like a hot minute. Like we were there for three hours in Boston proper. And it was probably hot. Yeah. No, it was uh, we were like March or April, so it wasn't okay. terrible. I, I can see myself spending some time in Boston. Oh, it's uh, so cool. I, I'm from Jersey originally, and when I went mm-hmm. back to Jersey, it's. It's, That's a uh, different story. It's different. <laughs> I, I would have been a totally different person if I didn't grow up in, in Florida. I, me too. Yeah. And that's, I think, what my parents knew. And so that's why we moved here. I was two. Yeah. Or almost two. Not even two. Mom and dad still around? Yeah, they yeah. are. They still live in the same house that they built back in 1977. No, they, they, so, I bet they're immensely proud of you, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> they don't tell me all the time. Well, but I they think should. They are. I, I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf I, of your parents. I think they are. We're you proud know, we of had, you. <laughs> we had a, there was a nice article that was out in the um, Orlando Signature magazine last last week or so and my dad's friend is the one who saw it and gave him a copy my dad you know i didn't even know when it was being published oh, yeah and all of a sudden there it was and so they were pretty excited about that's that. cool yeah so did, yeah. They, did they ever come in your place um not not very much they're not foodies <laughs> <laughs> they're not they are not foodies that's crazy they don't, my dad is the italian side doesn't even like garlic you know what kind of Italian is I he? I know he should be fired. He's not doing it right. I agree, but you know what? They are. They are. They're. Um. You know, you described your dad. Yeah. And you said, you know, I didn't mean to sound it like this, but he's like simple. And that's those are my parents too. They're not. Um. You know, they're 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 easy to please. My dad is a Bud Light drinker. I can't say that he's easy to please because if there's not Bud Light on tap, he doesn't want to go. So red light is not probably, his probably place. going to be out of his comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but you know he, he it it doesn't it doesn't take much you know and um and they're good they're really good people they raised me right. You seem nice. They uh they've been married forty oh five years. Oh, good for them. So yeah yeah. It's, so uh, you know when it comes. It, it goes down. I mean, I've never had a successful marriage, but <laughs> but at the same time, marriage is it for people, though. Uh, you, you know, know it's the, it's totally fine. Yeah, you know? no, I, I get it. I, I I was lucky. Like I I mean, I, I didn't get married until I was well into my thirties, like mm-hmm. almost forty. Uh, you know, and, and I just knew I wanted to hang on to the person I had, and we were fine. We weren't married. We were together for 10 years almost right. 10 right uh we just wanted tax breaks and, and <laughs> i need her insurance and stuff well uh, that's that that is a benefit last question who do you know that i don't know that <laughs> could come and hang out in the, in the green chair and bring something to our city and would be on my podcast um you know the first thing that i thought of you mentioned and i don't know if you know these people or not um but i would think that you could enjoy a little session with the people over at Quantum Leap Winery. I've um, um Joe Ramsire. Uh, oh, Matt okay. is really I outstanding. Like, yeah, I like Matt a lot. Have you have you uh, invited him to come? I've I've had Matt Matt oh, on the podcast. Had. Oh, you yeah. okay. But okay. Uh, who's who's is Joe Remsire? Oh, Jill. <laughs> that's that's me. I think with a seven and a half percent beer, having yeah. not eaten anything yeah. today, so I'm like <laughs> Joe. Joe who? Uh, Jill. Jill, Jill. Jill is the co-owner okay. of Quantum Leap, yeah. but I totally agree. Matt, 
but you've already had them so no i um, I, i'd have jill yeah 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 yeah. jill jill's great um because you know she definitely um you know she was part of the vision of putting a winery here they got a good product they're I don't know why. Yeah, they my, sure do. In my head, I, I was like Florida wine, and it's not it's Florida not wine. All. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually pretty blown away every single year with the new releases that they come out with, and like when they released their Sangiovese a couple years ago, it was so good, and before you knew it, it was gone. Yeah, and that was it, and it, maybe it was only released to um, wine club members, but you know because I do a lot of events with them, and we have our our tasty trio group yeah. that we do our wine, cheese, and chocolates, uh, our pairings, um, and so we end up getting to utilize some of the stuff that's limited or that the regular public doesn't get a chance to um, experience. But man, like their Malbec is outstanding, and it's Washington State. Their Tempranillo right now, again, Washington State. Yeah. It's like not even where you would think these varietals are growing, yet they're producing fantastic wines out of there. And then, you know, what Quantum Leap does is, of course, you know, from from like if the they, we always say that if the, you know, stages of making wine are like zero to 50, like the first four steps are maybe done at the wine growers facility and the rest of it is all done at Quantum. So, yeah, yeah. so it's just cool that that is here in Orlando. Um, Sorry, I couldn't do that. Would you mind again, please? <laughs> shut up, Siri. Siri, we didn't ask you to do anything. We just shut up. <laughs> That's all we needed out of you That's is just funny. be quiet. Yeah, I, I, have you had their cider? Yeah, their cider is fantastic. Cider's, I'm not even a cider guy, and Matt brought a bottle of cider in here. I was like, that is really damn good. Babe. Yeah, so that was like their little side project that well, they was, didn't tell like, mom and dad about. Yeah, it, it was yeah. like they were out of town one day, uh-huh. and, and uh, I was at a... Uh, Bear, uh, Bear and Peacock mm-hmm. a couple uh, on Sunday and they had it on tap and I didn't get it like I'm not a cider guy Yeah, but it, I, I actually thought about it and that, that's how good it is and the fact that they're making it that they're using uh, like brewer's yeast or something to make mm-hmm. it which is like something strange that they don't normally I know baby yeah because I think they're getting that also too from uh, 1010 Brewery yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken yeah so everything is right there on the corner you know and again yeah. it's just all right down the road from in, our beautiful Audubon Park in it's the, all in the Mills 50 it's district. in the Mills 50 just before the Ivanhoe I mean the Ivanhood like all of it like we just are in such a cool well, do part me a of favor town. I love it tell Jill what's her last name Ramsire I, I, I try to try to use their names as often as possible and guilt them into coming in uh, <laughs> Mention it to her if, if you, and let me know if, if she's uh, into it, and uh, we'll 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 try to get her on the old little podcast and yeah, we'll, we'll drink some wine with. Oh, her. Well, I mean, and to be honest, we could do like a tasty trio with uh, me and myself, um, Jim, Jill Ramsire, and Lisa Wilk. Who's it? What's um, Lisa Wilk? Lisa Wilk is a food blogger here in Orlando, and um, she has the uh, food blog Taste Cook Sip. And um, I think I've heard of that. She's yeah. she's really great, but she does the chocolate component to our tasting. So, like, I just gave you a piece of one of these cheeses. I believe it was the Romano Pradera that I gave you a piece of, and then a little bite of chocolate to go along with it, and how those flavors come together. Yeah, so, of insane. course, when yeah. it's, it's a party in my mouth. Get, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what we're expecting. We uh, want your mouth to have a party. <laughs> my mouth is always a party. <laughs> Uh, remind the kids where you work, what you do, and how we can get people there. So my shop is at the East End Market. It's called La Femme du Fromage, uh, which literally translates to the 
the the wife of the cheese, <laughs> the late the cheese lady. But okay. it's like the cheese lady. Yeah. Um, the the lady who is born of or who is married to the cheese. So, however you want to remember it. Um, and uh, we are located at the East End Market. Okay, what's the address? In- uh, thirty two zero one Corinne Drive. <laughs> she said without. Three two zero one Corinne Drive in the East End Market in beautiful Orlando in Audubon Park. Um, Not only is your place there, but you can get a beer there. You can there's barbecue. Absolutely, the best cookies you've ever had. Oh my god, those those cookie people—that's insane. They uh, are so crazy, and the best coffee. I'm not. I'm not a coffee person. Lineage. God, lineage is outstanding. It smells so good and. I can't live my life without it. Lineage is the type of place that that uh, it's the reason I don't drink coffee because I know I will become obsessed with that kind of thing. I mean, there's worse things to be obsessed with. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) But but I go over the top on things and I would would be drinking six cups of lineage coffee every day. Well, then you would probably not. I would never sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, I will put links to your place in the show notes and I encourage you to go by uh, because... You guys are doing it right. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank so you much so much for, for coming in. This has been fun. It it's took a long a, time. I, I I talked to you like a year ago about this. I think we and, we did talk, but you know we're busy people. I know and, you, you are. Know. I'm, I'm just hanging out lonely. <laughs> uh, I want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. Uh, he wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He plays all right now. Right now he's on tour someplace in the United States. Uh, but uh, he plays with Mike Dunn. He plays with Richard Churphy and All God's Children, and he plays all around Orlando. If you see his name on a billboard someplace or if you see him in a restaurant, watch him. He's really good at what he does, and uh, also he records, he produces. If you want him to do your record, get at me. I will, I will uh, make sure that happens. want to remind you that this episode, every single episode ever in the history of Scott's a Good Conversation, is brought to you by... Bam, a Pama Vintage, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A, Vintage. As a listener of Scotch and Good Conversation, you automatically get 15% off online. Use the discount code SCOTCH. If you go in one of their pop-ups, just, just grab them by the face and shake them and scream, I heard about you on Scotch and Good Conversation. They'll take 15% off. And Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, located in beautiful Audubon Park, um, 2810 Green Drive, 300 different bottles, 26 beers on tap, and they're amazing, and they're our friends. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button on iTunes. It, it takes like a second of your life, and uh, I'm not begging you, but I'm begging you. And if you really, if you really like the podcast, leave a review. It, five stars four stars anything less than that just fuck off don't listen again uh, um, tell your friends uh, you can go to scotchinggoodconversation.com and listen to all our past podcasts give us a call 407-965-55557 I think that might have been too many fives um, Facebook Instagram Twitter whatever thank you for coming and you're my new friend we're oh, friends it was really good being here I really okay? appreciate you yeah. in, inviting well, me to come and it's not just we're, we're not your standard podcast situation no, we drink fun. yeah this was fun I had no idea what we were going to talk about oh it's not so scary we're no we're, we're fairly I, friendly frankly I, I'm not really scared about having good conversations so uh, well thank you yeah say goodbye to the kids hey thanks you all it was nice chatting with you <laughs> all right you guys we love you thank you so much for listening you guys take care peace bye-bye ciao Thank you.